Sponsored by Just Eat. Woo! Tap into Ireland's leading food ordering app. Just Eat. Find your flavour. On McDermott on 2FM. With Transport for Ireland. Plan your journey door to door with our free TFI Journey Planner app. So Chris Wasser's here. Is lovely happy 2019 chris happy 2019 look no. this is a normal i'm not doing the the usual trickstery slicey intro oh well you just mentioned it where i, I big myself it. up and then i introduce you yeah um but chris just said off microphone he was like because chris it's common knowledge isn't it about the about the, the you, wedding yeah, yes. yeah you're getting married yes and chris just said nobody told me the planning a wedding was gonna be stressful well they did as though it's a shock revelation well it is a shock revelation four of my best mates got married last year and they all said it was great fun and yeah uh, well, the wedding day will be great fun yeah well they i bet you didn't tell you that the wedding planning was great fun well one of them last week when i mentioned this to him used the words mild torture but that he enjoyed it, but that the planning was mild torture. A little bit of torture. A uh, little bit of torture. Little no, it's going bit. very well. I'm just very tired. It's great fun, but I'm exhausted. What would like minor torture be like? Minor. You know when you clip your planning a birthday clip, party. Clip your fingernails, but you clip them too far back. Oh and no! Sore. That's extreme torture. No, no, no. I don't mean like ripping off your fingernails with a plier. I mean like just like over clipping them. Yeah, extreme torture. Yeah. Stings. Okay. Anyway, let's anyway. move on. Best of luck planning the wedding. Thank you. Um, let's jump in with Stan and Ollie. It's got Steve Coogan. It's got John C. Riley. Um, it looks lovely. It looks charming. Yes, doesn't it? Doesn't it just? Um, and I should probably start with the fact that it's not a conventional wide-ranging biopic, which means that is it I a mean, conventional wide-ranging biopic? No, it is not a conventional wide-ranging biopic. What I mean by that is we get too many biographical dramas about entertainment legends, be it singers or actors, historical uh, uh, figures like politicians, and they try to go from the cradle to the grave and end up, you know, in an attempt to, you know, please everyone involved and leave no stone or story untold or unturned. It just bites off more than it can chew. Yeah. And it's too much over three hours. But instead, with this, you've got John Baird, a uh, Scottish filmmaker, and Jeff Pope, a uh, British screenwriter, and they've decided to make a film about Laurel and Hardy. But instead of making the definitive Laurel and Hardy film, they've just focused on one timeline. And that timeline is that, look, you know, listeners will be aware of the fact that Laurel and Hardy were the greatest comedy duo of all time, period. And... This film better is than not, Pudge and Raj. Yes, better than Pudge and Raj, absolutely. Um, but we're not looking at you know how they met or how they came together. We're looking at the fact that you know uh, I think it's a good it's set a good sixteen years after they made their 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 last films together and how they had you know in nineteen fifty three they pretty much gone you know out of fashion. Uh, they weren't uh, you know Hollywood's golden boys anymore. And in an attempt to renew public interest and you know get the show back on the road, they literally hit the road. They they went on tour in the UK and Ireland. And they took their, you know, greatest hits uh, out onto the stage. And this was a way of kind of, you know, reconnecting because they'd fallen out with each other. But also, let's see if we can still do this. And that's just the timeline that they're looking at. So that's brilliant. But what, what, what pushes it even further, though, is the fact that you've got Steve Coogan and John C. Riley playing Stan and Ollie. Let's have a little clip of the guys. You'll be fine, babe. Just lay off the horses and don't get married again. Well, I didn't tell you. I proposed to Lucille. Scripty Lucille? Yes. Damn. And she said yes. Oh, that's great news, babe. I'm never getting married again. I'm just going to find a woman I don't like and buy her a house. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay, so a little clip of Stan and Ollie there. Now, yeah. so this is, right, they've been the Golden Boys. They've fallen out of fashion. They're going yeah. back on the road to try and re- reinvigorate it and reconnect and all that. Uh, so is it, 
Is it a, oh, it could go wrong at any time? Will they get on? Won't they get on? Is it full of tension? What's the tone of the film? Yeah, it's kind of full of tension because, uh, and I, I should say this, you don't need to be an expert on Laurel and Hardy to enjoy this film, to appreciate the fact that it is a delightful display. And that's because it's as ed- educational as it is entertaining. Uh, it will fill in the gaps. There will be dialogue here and there that you will let you know. horrible primary school teacher. It's both educational and it's, entertaining. It's, it's enlightening and entertaining, kids, <laughs> children. Okay, um, but that's nice. No, but... Uh, uh, what was the question that you asked me? Uh, is it is it full of tension? What's yes, the sorry. tone? Anyway, is it yeah. slapstick? Is it played for laughs? Is it tender? Everything. And the tension is because, uh, because of what I was saying, you don't need to know your Laurel and Hardy history, but what you do need to know is that at one stage in their professional partnership, one of them made a film without the other. It was professional adultery as far as Stan, Stan Laurel was con- concerned, and he never got over it, but all he didn't see the big deal. So there's that tension that's there from the very beginning. But at the same time, the script has to be funny. It's a film about Laurel and Hardy, and you've got Coogan and Riley, who have clearly worked their backsides off and have learned every Every move that these two comic geniuses ever made and they have it off to a T so that's funny the physical comedy is funny the 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 supporting players then the wives who are very much kind of you know the backbone of, of the of these two guys you've got Nina Arianda and Shirley Henderson they are just coming out with the most delicious most or funniest uh, one-liners so that's great but the tender side then is that this is not really a film about Hollywood legends coming back together for one last show it's a film about best friends who only realize you know later on in their lives as they're approaching the end of their lives that they love each other and that is universal that's accessible and when I was watching it I was thinking this could be about any two friends they just happen to be very very famous they happen to be actors and comedians so it is heartbreaking I did I cried my eyes out at one stage um, it's also funny it's sharp uh, it's you know great performances by Coogan and Riley and it's only 97 minutes long too which is an, you get an extra star for that okay hang yeah. on a second Chris I don't I don't know and this could backfire right the first first film of 2019 right that you're reviewing yeah out of five stars what are you giving this film the first film of 2019 I'm going to give five holy moly yeah he rose from the dead and was seen by many yeah it's a miracle yeah it's all the wedding joy in my life at the moment <laughs> I think it's coming out in the film reviews Wow, five stars out of five, five stars. Is, is, Gorgeous. There, is there Oscar buzz? There is, well, a little bit, yeah. We could be looking at maybe a screenplay and potentially a supporting actor nod for either Riley or Coogan. John C. Riley was actually nominated for Best Supporting Actor at the Golden Globes, so there could be something there for the guys. But it's a fabulous, fabulous film. Okay, next we're talking about a film that we actually talked about yesterday for a different reason. It's the Brian Cranston, Kevin Hart vehicle, The Upside. Yeah. Um, this is the one that Brian Cranston was a kind of answering critics saying that the part should have been reserved for an actual disabled actor. And people were saying, well, it's a commercial studio making it and they're putting up the money to get to pick whoever they like and all these things. But so we talked about it yesterday. Let's review if the film itself is actually any good. We're back with Chris Wasser after this. Let's go! This is 2FM. All right, we're back with Mr. Chris Wasser. Five stars out of five for Stan and Ollie. Right, Chris, you've got about three minutes or so to get amongst the upside. Right. Uh, this is Kevin Hart, Brian Cranston, Nicole Kidman, stellar cast. Um, what's going on here? Right, what's going on here is that we're in New York and we're following a guy named Del Scott, played by Kevin Hart, and he is a recently paroled convict. Uh, yeah, just out of prison uh, and his life is in a bit of a rush. His girlfriend left him, he's got no job, his young teenage son wants nothing to do with him. Um, he has to try and find something to do with him. He has to like tick off things on his parole sheet that, to show that he's looking for work. So he's basically just, you know, sleepwalking through that and somehow ends up 
doing a job interview. He thinks he's going for this interview of a janitor in a hotel, but he, he's not. He's interviewing for the position of a carer. And uh, the person he, he, he might potentially be caring for is Philip Lacasse, who's uh, played by Brian Cranston. And he's a wealthy, uh, he's a billionaire businessman who suffered a horrific injuries in a paragliding accident and he's now quadriplegic and one thing leads to another and against uh you know brian cranston's pa played by nicole kim and against her wishes because she thinks he's mad philip decides to hire dell now dell has no experience looking after people but i think these two guys there's a spark there and they see that they could help each other in ways they could help each other out in life and they might even become best friends so oh that's, the that's crazy the slapstick odd couple type yes. thing yeah, uh, however it. this is inspired by a true story it is inspired by a true story it's also a remake of a hugely successful French film uh, called The Intouchables. The Intouchables with Omar Sy. It was released about eight years ago. It took in nearly half a billion uh, dollars in Europe. It's like one of the biggest French films ever made. Um, So there's been an American remake in the works for quite some time. Um, an awful lot of focus in the last few days has gone on uh, obviously two things one that this is a Kevin Hart film that is released at the time when Kevin Hart is in the headlines not for his acting but instead for the fact that he won't be you know hosting the Oscars because of homophobic comments he made on his Twitter and all the arguing that's gone into that secondly that Brian Cranston is a, uh, a you know he's not a wheelchair user he's not quadriplegic and he's in a performance that some people think that you know should be played by somebody who isn't a wheelchair who is quadriplegic so this film is getting an awful lot of focus it's actually been two it's actually been on the shelf for two years because this was produced by harvey weinstein's uh, uh production oh company. right okay and when all of that uh kicked off uh, when all of that uh, scandal uh, this film like like several others you know it had to sit on the shelf for a while until other producers came in look we could talk about that you know for for, for hours but is this film any use is what people want to know it's okay. It's a little bit, it's every bit as condescending as it sounds and as it looks at 126 minutes. Why is it condescending? It's condescending because like other films like Me Before You or any other kind of, you know, awkward couple coming together and maybe one of them isn't uh, uh, able-bodied, it kind of suggests that if you're in a wheelchair or if you're in in the position that Brian Cranston's character is in, you can't lead a happy or fulfilling life. And that is just not true. And so, you know, it is a bit condescending that, you know, Kevin Hart has to come along and show Brian Cranston, you know, this, this, this wealthy businessman, what's good in life. At the same time, the performances you mentioned at the top, is it's a stellar cast. And I do like the fact that Kevin Hart has been paired with, uh, you know, the, Brian Cranston, who is a, a proper screen actor. And when you put him next to a proper screen actor, as I don't think he has done when he's making silly comedies, he's quite restrained and he ups his game a little bit, but he also dials things down. And I was shocked to discover this guy is actually a pretty decent actor. So I think the two of them work really well together. I think Nicole Kidman does well. There's enough laughs in it to actually, you know... What, you know, warrant that label of a, a, a comedy it did get to me a little bit so the story's not great as I said it's a bit too long it's a bit too condescending but it was watchable solid so out of five three three out of five for the upside and five out of five for Stan and Ollie they're the first offerings of 2019 not a bad lot Chris Wasser thank you very much thank you hey, this is 2FM